everybody. I hope everyone is having a fantastic day. Um, hopefully you're ready for the boot camp that is happening on Friday. And we have a nice wakelet session that can help you prepare for the boot camp if you are taking it for grad credit. I know there's a lot of you out there that were asking about grad credit. And we have Randall here who is going to show us how to use wakelet and to talk a little bit about the grad credit. If you do have any questions, please put them in the chat. Also in the chat, let us know where you're watching from. Um, it looks like we've got a lot of people from all around the world, which is awesome. So just keep on letting us know where you are from. All right, Randall, go ahead and take it away. All right, well, thanks for having me. Uh, this is awesome. And first of all, I love the fact that you guys are providing this opportunity for people to learn. Um, so learning everything about uh, G Suite and um, getting their level one, level two, uh, boot camp in and being prepared. That's the best part is how, how do you become prepared um, to actually be a level one, level two. So just showing up is not good enough. So it's just like any great class, great teacher, great students, preparation is the key. And that's what you guys are doing, you're preparing. So I'm gonna talk a little bit today about Wakelet. Um, what Wakelet is, how it works, uh, what is curation, why curation, and all of that good stuff. And I know there are people who are in the live comments. So if you have a comment or a question or whatever it is, pop it in there. Um, and then the moderators will also chime in and share your question or your comment. Um, and we can kind of go from there. Um, so I'm just going to kind of go at it. It's going to be conversational style and just kind of walk you through uh, all the awesome things about Wakelet and how to use it. Um, so typically people ask, well, how did Wakelet get started? What is Wakelet? What is a Wakelet, right? Um, so when I have a conversation with the guys over at Wakelet, which is HQ'd in Manchester, England, uh, and I'm in Columbus, Ohio, so we are Eastern Standard Time and they are British Standard Time. Uh, so they're five hours ahead of us. Um, but people all over the world are starting to use uh, Wakelet as a great curation uh, tool. So what is Wakelet to start out with first? Um, so when you think about uh, a ripple of water when a boat goes through the water, the wake that kicks up. Um, when you think about an airplane um, going in the sky and it leaves a wake behind. So it's that trail, that pathway, that journey. Um, and that's what Wakelet is. It's about creating your own trail, your own pathway, and your own journey and documenting that along the way um, to kind of have this reflective learning piece going on at the same time and also share what your pathway looks like. Uh, everybody's pathway is different. Um, which is a great thing. So we don't all travel the same path. We might have the same destination, um, but we go about it different ways uh, based on our skill set and based on what we bring to the table and based on what we have in our personal um, uh, backpack of life. Um, so Wakelet becomes um, your Swiss Army knife inside of your backpack of life. Um, so think about a Swiss Army knife. It's, it's a handy dandy tool that serves multiple uses. And Wakelet is that one tool inside of your backpack. You might have other tools in there. Uh, you might have your Google uh, Suite tools in there. Um, but Wakelet is the one tool that helps out with that as well. And that's the, the Swiss Army knife of life. So with that said, uh, we'll continue to get going here. And I see more people are coming in, uh, which is great. Um, so we'll talk about um, some of the global um, GG stuff. Um, and I don't know if it's global GEG. Uh, so... Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that and how we can use that with Wakelet and how to leverage that with Wakelet as well. And I'm going to screen share. Um, so I'm going to work off of my screen share uh, so that way you guys can see mine in action and I'm not just talking at you. And if you want to open up another tab or another window and um, go along with me as we talk, 
Um, you can do that. And some people like to just sit and watch and some people like to just hear it the first time and go back and hit the rewind button on, on the old YouTube machine and watch it again uh, and replay and pause it and take notes and all that kind of good stuff. So learning happens at your pace where you are and how you do it. So I'll get started and uh, we'll take a look at some of the things that's uh, that's going on. So first, uh, you should be able to see my screen and I'm going to open up my screen here. So if you guys notice, the first thing I did was I added the Wakelet extension. Um, so I added the Wakelet extension, which is pretty cool. So you just go to your Chrome store uh, and then you add the Wake, you find the Wakelet extension and then you add the Wakelet extension. Um, that is awfully cool. Um, and Wakelet has a home feature. So you just hit the home button and then you have your profile button. So when you guys first come into Wakelet, just log in like you normally do with your Google or create an account um, to kind of get going. And usually for people who are in schools, they just use their school uh, Gmail address. And that was not tied into your personal uh, email address if, if you don't want that. Um, so just use your, your school one and um, let it go through that When Yesterday we had a great conversation where some school districts block various sites, right? So some school districts block every site until somebody says, can you unblock this for me? So double check with your school just to make sure that wakelet.com is not uh, blocked. And uh, that way you can get started and your kids can get started. So I'm gonna walk you guys through for, this, for those folks who are new to Wakelet. Um, when you go ahead and start your process, you basically come in here and you hit edit profile. And there's always a little delay here. So I'm gonna hit edit profile so I can change my picture. I can add a header, uh, customize a header. I'm gonna edit profile again, I double clicked it. And when you edit your profile, you can come in here and add um, some bio information about yourself. And here's the cool thing. So you can add uh, whether you have a school website, a classroom website, or a social handle like Twitter, Instagram, or something like that, you can add your customized handles there uh, so people can click on those and start following in there as well. And in here, if you notice, my handle for Wakelet is at Randall Sampson. When you first create your handle, it'll give you a first and last name with like four numbers. Um, it's difficult for people to remember those four numbers. So just go in, hit the edit button right there, and you can just take off the four numbers and see if your name, first and last name, or whatever customized name you wanna use, uh, maybe a name that matches your Twitter handle or your Instagram handle, uh, something like that that's easy for people to find and know. Um, so you put your, uh, your at um, handle in there, and then you should be good to go, and you can hit save. And once I hit save, my Wakelet profile is now created. And I can hit the share button to share my Wakelet profile once I start adding items to it. So I can hit the share button and it will share it to my social handles. Or um, I've noticed like a lot of people are doing really cool um, uh, uh, Bitmoji kind of uh, classrooms and that kind of stuff, living spaces, workspaces. Um, so maybe one of the picture frames that you have in your Bitmoji life um, is a picture frame of a QR code, which is your Wakelet um, profile. So you can just take this, stick it onto one of your Bitmoji walls as a picture, and then people can just scan it when they see it, and they'll be able to enter into your uh, Wakelet collection or your Wakelet um, profile. Or I can just copy it and paste it and send it out. I'm gonna close that out. Um, this is my 
home collection. Um, usually when, when I click on my actual profile, it takes me to this collection. But when you are at home, when you go to wakelet.com, it will look like this. And here's the cool thing. Uh, we had, um, uh, whenever you get the extension right here, now all of a sudden, every time you open up your Chrome, your landing page becomes wakelet.com and people are like, oh no, I, I kind of like my landing page to be google.com so I can do my Google searches, right? Uh, no worries. Um, whatever you're searching for, you can still type into the search box. That's actually the Google search box right there, uh, top left-hand corner. That's actually the Google search box so you can search um, right here, anything that you want inside of Google as well. Um, and there's a reason why uh, this becomes your landing page, and I'll show you guys here in a moment. Um, so in my landing page, when I go to wakelet.com, um, I just stay logged in, and that way anytime I go in and I need something, it's right there. Here's my uh, number of collections. I have 559 collections, um, over 25,000 bookmarks, um, and 75 groups that I'm in uh, doing different collections. Uh, so it gives you a tally right here along the left-hand side. Uh, collections is when you create um, a collection like this where it says create a new collection and I can come in and hit the plus sign and now I can add a cover picture and I can either upload an image or choose one from my uh, library. If I hit upload an image, it comes directly from my desktop. If I choose from the library, it comes from Unsplash, and these are all of the free stock photos. Um, so we can add any stock photo in that we want. We can search. So we can search for anything uh, that's out there. And for our American friends, it's funny because when, when you type in football, this is what we're thinking, but this is what the world thinks uh, when we type in football. So I'm gonna go ahead and say, okay, we're gonna make this a collection of, there we go. So it adds this brilliant cover page um, that's nice and crisp and clean. Uh, so the cover page is, is what goes on outside of your story. And then you give your collection a name. Um, and then you also give a descriptor as to what is gonna be in this collection. Um, That's what this is all about. It's about your experience. Um, Wakelet's all about adding your experience into this. So I'm going to show you guys just some of the technical stuff before we get started here uh, and diving deep into it um, because there are new people and they want to do this for grad credit. So I'm showing them how to set it up. And I'm also showing those folks who want to use this next fall um, in their classrooms with their kids or even some uh, some schools have started across the world have started on Monday. Um, so depending on where you are, um, in the world and when school has started for you, this is great for you to use. All right, so now I created my experience and then here's the cool part about Wakelet. So I have my cover page, I have my, um, my title and then I have my descriptor. And now I'm gonna click the plus button and this is where I can paste any URL from around the internet or I can add any text that I wanna type in. I can add any YouTube video inside of YouTube from here. I can connect my tweets, uh, so any tweets that I have, uh, any bookmarks that I save, as I showed you guys, I have over 25,000 bookmarks that I've saved inside of Wakelet, so any of those 25,000 bookmarks that I want to use to tell a, a brilliant story, I can do that. Uh, any images that I have on my device, I can add those. 
Uh, if I have a PDF that, that I want to upload, um, I can upload a PDF. And here's the cool part. So if I have Google Drive, uh, which is part of the boot camp, um, so if I have Google Drive and I have items inside of my Google Drive, I can connect my my, my Wakelet is connected to my Google Drive if, if I logged in with my Google extension. Um, and then now I can just add any items from my Google Drive in here. And if I have OneDrive and if I have a Flipgrid account, and this is where you can uh, uh, really make it dynamic, and we'll talk a little bit about this um, in the presentation. So. Flipgrid is really cool. It's 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 a place to go and add voice um, to give kids more um, opportunity to uh, share. Um, so just adding a whole bunch of links into something um, does not share the total story, but the video and the, and, the, and the voice and experience of that individual sure will help. All right. So we're gonna walk kind of walk through that. And so um, I can add by copying and pasting any kind of uh, uh, URL. So I'm going to go up here and I'm going to open up a new tab just to kind of show you how it works. So here's my new tab. And then like I told you guys, anytime I open up a new tab, it just comes right back to the Wakelet collection that I have. And I'm going to do a Google search for um, Docker. And here is the minute I do a Google search for soccer. Check this out, guys. This is why Wakelet is so awesome. You have 1.4 million results in seven tenths of a second. I'm sure there's great content out there. 1.4 million results in seven tenths of a second pulled up. Um, and these are all algorithms by the computer, um, which does a great job. But as the human, I want specific stories about soccer that tells a story that I want um, to really dig in on. So now I can go through all of these results. If there's something very specific that I want to use, um, and I'm gonna use, let's use this this one right here. Battle of, uh, of uh, the Premier Leagues. So here's a specific item that I want, this blog. So instead of copying and pasting it, I can just come over to the extension. And when I click on the extension, that, and that's for any uh, tab that I have open, if I click on the extension, I can click the extension. It takes a second, everything's loading up. Um, I can click the extension and then it asks me, where do I want this item to go? And what it does is it grabs the cover image of that uh, blog, it grabs the title, and then it also grabs the description. So now if you're adding a link, the problem with having just links, there's no visual, there's no description, and there's no title. It's just a link to somewhere. Uh, this does a really great job of adding the picture, adding the uh, title, and adding a descriptor. Um, and that's from the algorithm. So if you're the human and you want to change the title a little bit, you can change the title by just clicking inside of it. And you can start typing in. And if there's a, 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 a change to the descriptor that you want to type in, you can change that descriptor as well. So if there's more detail that you want to add to that description, you can do that. And then along the right-hand side, it asks you, what collection do you want to save that into? And I want to save that into my football season. So now I can just come here and hit save. And it's in there. Randall, there was a question. Um, I was sitting here learning and listening. So uh, <laughs> there was a question in the chat um, from, from Robin. So I don't know if Bonnie, you want to pop that one back up there again. But Robin was asking about copying folders 
Um, so let me go back and find that one. Is there a way to copy over a folder in book in your bookmarks? Yes. So is the, is, I'm suspecting that she's asking about a folder coming from Google Drive, correct? Yes, yeah, somebody else was saying, yes, it is connected, but um, I think some people might wanna see how to do that. Okay, awesome. So, and then we'll, I'll go through the whole strip. Like right now, we just kind of did the copy paste. And so I'll go through the whole strip um, just to kind of show the interactive pieces for that. Um, so Perfect. That Robin, we'll get there soon. Yeah, that one's all the way down here. So. Um, if folks are just patient with me for a quick second and then, then we'll do it. How's that sound? Or do they that want me to do great. it right now? All right. I'll let you go. Cause you're awesome. Okay. Bye. Do they want me to do it now? I could do it now. No, no, you keep going. Okay. Just knowing it's coming, I think is great. So they're going to get all the stuff in the strip. We're good. There you go. Awesome. All right. So I think so I'm going to hit done real quick and just to make sure it's saved and everything's a little slow, um, because we have multiple items open at the same time and videos and everything open at the same time. So um, I hit done and here is my experience and here is um, the item that I added. So I wanna go back into this item and continue to add some dynamic content. I just hit edit. And as you go, Wakely just had an update where things save automatically. So you don't have to hit save every time you add something. So I'm gonna hit edit collection and it opens back up again and now below or above i can start adding content to this item right here so below it i'm going to say all right i want to add everything takes a second here all right there we go so i'm going to add text um to this and there's something that i want um, if I'm in the classroom and I tell a kid, okay, great, you, you found this link, you found this content about this specific soccer club, um, uh, write your five paragraph expository essay about this soccer club or use your content and then insert uh, some text as if you're writing a blog. So now we're getting into the writing skills and you have the underlying features, all the basic text features, and then I can uh, create headers. And I can go ahead and put in bullets and I can space. And then if there's something specific in my blog that I wanna add a link to, so I can add additional uh, uh, information, I can just add a link to that right there. Uh, so now I've really beefed up my writing skills and I can use that in my classroom with the, with the kids um, or even as adults, if we have a, um, a resource that we want to expand upon uh, to help kids out, um, we can do that. And I'm going to hit done. And there is my writing skill. Now here is the cool part about Wakelet. And I'm going to hit done. And if you use the writing features, um, sometimes people ask me all the time, like, well, what's this little microphone next to all of this stuff? We don't understand what that is. And so what this is, this is the immersive reader. Um, it's automatically ingrained into Wakelet. Um, so this is for um, any kid um, that might have some reading disabilities um, or students who, who have a language barrier. Um, so I'm going to click on that. Um, so now I'm looking at it as the as the reader, so I can click on that and check this out. 
Hopefully it works. Everything takes a little bit of time. Let's see. Here we go. And what it does is it opens up Immersive Reader, and this will actually read to so just a little bit. There we go. You can hit the play button. I'm going to turn it up. Writing skills night today. So it actually reads to you. Um, and I can change the speed. And I can change the voice. I want a male voice. Writing skills night today. Which is pretty cool. Um, and then I can also change at the top right-hand side. I can change the text preference. So if I need to, if I have a disability with sight, I can change the size of the text preference and I can change the font. And if I want to have the dark theme, I can change it to the dark theme. If I have a visual impairment, um, I can change it to the dark theme. And if the white on black looks fine to me, it's all good. We're good there. Um, and right next to it, I have grammar options. And this is great for kids who are uh, learning English as a language. Um, and for the younger ones who are learning English, uh, uh, phonemic awareness. Um, so now, as the teacher, I can say, okay, based on that, we're going to highlight just the verbs in this passage. And when I click on it, the verbs become red. Um, based on that, if I want to highlight just the nouns in this passage, the nouns become uh, purple. Um, and then again, if I hit, click the reading preference, I can translate this into any language that I want to translate it to. So I'm going to translate this to, let's say, Arabic, the entire document. Okay, And there it is. So this didn't translate because I didn't have a space. But if there were separate words in there, it would translate. And when you click it, it reads it to me in Arabic. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, so that's inside of Wakelet. So anytime you type text inside of Wakelet, Wakelet you will see the um, immersive reader in there as well. So I'm going to go back out to my Wakelet by hitting the exit button. And there is my, here are my items in, um, in my writing section. Okay. And then um, another part to this, and I'm throwing a lot at you guys right now for, for the new folks, and you're just like probably like, oh my gosh, this is like a, a water hose coming at me. Uh, don't worry, you can hit rewind when we watch it again. Uh, if you notice, there's this thing called read mode, which is the beta version. If I click on it, it will take this entire, um, the entire article, and it will convert it to a the text, whoops, it's not doing it right now, but everything's slow. But it will convert it to a text, and I'm going to go back out. There we go. All right, so it will take this entire article, take all of the stuff off of it, all of the pictures, and it'll just be the text, and it can read it to you. Um, if you can't read this text, if the, if the levels are too high for you, whatever the case is. So this is a pretty cool feature um, that I love. And now I'm going to go back into edit, and we're going to add some more. And that's what Wakelet does. It allows you to add the content that you want and to really spice it up the way that you want to spice it up. Um, so I'm going to scroll down, and I'm going to add something else. So now I'm going to say, okay, I want to add something from YouTube. 
And if I click on YouTube, now I can do a search directly in YouTube. And if there's something in mind that I had, I can, but let's say, you know, for instance, uh, here is some vines or something, I believe that's what that is. So I'm gonna add that directly from YouTube into my Wakelet. So now we're building a very dynamic story. Uh, so we have this, this YouTube video that explains the details. Uh, I have my own words in there typed in, and then I have an article um, that kind of goes with this. Um, and I'm gonna click add again. And now I can look into some tweets, if there are some specific tweets. Um, so I'm going to, let's see if there's something in there about soccer. I'm sure there is, okay? So now I can add any uh, tweets from soccer that I wanna add in, if there was a specific game. Um, and I'm trying to look into, uh, into this hashtag right here. I don't know what that is, so I'm gonna try that. Hashtag real bettest. Oops. Real bettest. Let's try it. Okay. So whatever that hashtag is, I can hashtag something and I can choose all 50 of these to go in. Or if there's a specific item inside of that hashtag that I want to choose, I can choose that one, or I can choose this one or right there and i just say add and boom it drops it directly it drops those tweets directly into my um wakelet so if you guys um are doing a boot camp and you're tweeting uh during a boot camp uh so you can use the hashtag global gg uh hashtag and you're tweeting your experience throughout it or you look at the hashtag to find some more resources you can throw those into Wakelet, just like I did, throw those into Wakelet, and you can submit those for a grad credit. Yes, yes. So now you can earn grad credit from tweeting. And when the Global GG has a, a chat, um, and you join a chat, you can throw your tweets into Wakelet, and that's another grad credit next fall. Uh, next winter, if you're in another chat and you wanna throw it in there, there's another grad credit. So it's totally up to you. So you can use Wakelet to collect all of your tweets and curate all the tweets that matter to you to tell a story. And you can also submit those for grad credit or hold on to them as a resource um, to use in the classroom or with your PLC or PLN. All right. And I know I'm talking a lot. Are there any questions out there um, that I'm not seeing because I'm not I'm not moderating the chat. So I just want to make sure that I'm I'm hitting it okay. Nope, good. All right, so. I, I would say wait, but I realized I wasn't up here. There are a few questions that were coming up um, and some of them were around, um, They were, some people were all excited like um, that they wanted to be able to add a video to their collection. So they were sitting there and practicing, I think while you were going and they were wondering if you're, if you're able to add something while it's live. Cause they were saying they were clicking the W and it wasn't doing it yet. So they just weren't sure if you have to wait until something has finished before it gets added or what the best way to do that is. Yeah. So live video, like if, if somebody's live streaming, um, yeah. typically you can't add live stream because you have to wait until they're done with whatever the content is. Right. So the minute they hit publish on the content. So like, let's say like, for instance, Facebook live, um, if there's a Facebook live, somebody does a Facebook live and you really like it, 
and they're done and they hit publish and it's in their stream, you can take their stream and upload it. Um, Periscope is another one. So um, I have a whole bunch of Periscope items. Um, so if there's something in Periscope that I like um, that adds to my story, I can add it into my Wakelet, but you have to wait until that item is actually complete and they hit publish. Um, okay, so waiting until it's officially published. So if you're trying to save this one, wait until after it's done and yep. then they can go back and add it in. Yep, so what uh, they can do and is- And then there was, there were a few other, yep. There were so a few other, lots, lots of joy around the grad credit pieces. So I think beyond that, I think we're good. There were a few questions, but I think they'll come later. That other one from Robin, she was asking about like what she has previously saved um, within her own Chrome. Um, and some people were wondering if you have certain things that you've already saved or if you have um, tags that you like to do and keep, like are there ways, do those things cross over? So I didn't know if those will be something that's coming up um, in bookmark section or in other places. So some people just had some questions around those. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's a perfect segue. Look at that. Look how that works out, right? I tried for you. I really did. Okay. Yeah, that's a perfect segue. So inside of bookmarks, if you have some key things that you already have tagged in other places, just add them to your bookmarks. And so now they're inside of um, they're inside of Flipgrid. And now I have all of my bookmarks are tagged inside of here. So anytime I want to go in and find something, I can just filter through my bookmarks and I can go find it and then add it to my collection. Um, and mine has 25,000, but you know, I, I'm a little extreme on it, but uh, yeah, you don't have to do all of that, but find your favorite uh, bookmark that you want to tag, or if there's something that you know you want to use later, like tomorrow, just throw it and tag it into your bookmark and then come back to it tomorrow. Um, and your bookmarks don't disappear. Um, so they'll be there and they, they'll never uh, delete out, which is pretty cool. All right. Um, so great question. Um, and then you can also add images, obviously. So any pictures that you have, um, you can add images and uh, Flipgrid just upgraded, or Wakelet just upgraded to where you can do four images um, at a time. So you can do that. And then if you have um, PDFs, uh, which is pretty cool. So if you have a PDF document that you use in your classroom or something that, that you created that you converted to a PDF, um, you can add that item uh, by just clicking PDF upload and you can go find that uh, PDF upload, uh, something like that. And you can add it in there and then it uploads your PDF for you. And if you notice right here, it says PDF. Um, so usually what I like to do is um, just to entice the kids a little bit more, just to make sure that they click on it. I'll edit my PDF and I can go in to hit edit image and I can choose from library. And now I can pick up any of these great dynamic um, unsplash images. And then also if I have to change um, the title, I can do so, so I don't like that. I want it to be a little cleaner. I can change stuff like that, and then I can give a description if I want, stuff like that. And now it's a little bit cleaner uh, for that reader, and it's clear what's inside of that for that reader, okay? And we're doing great on time here. So now inside of Google Drive. So once I click on Drive, um, if I have some Drive items in there, and the way it works is, the way I would do it if, if I'm a teacher, um, I would say, okay, I'm going to click on Google Drive and it will connect to my drive. 
Um, so it'll take anything that's inside of my drive. And if there is a specific item that I want um, the class to really take a look at, I'm gonna use this one right here. So I can use this one, this specific Google Drive item, and I'm gonna hit select. And you can only take one item at a time. And I know the question came up about files. Can I take an entire file over? Uh, the problem is if you take an entire file over, it'll be just that file and won't unpack the specific items that you want in there. So you have to take those items out of your file uh, one at a time and bring them over. Um, because what you want to do is you want the reader to really engage with a specific tool. Um, so now, if I have a student or a reader that is going to read this specific uh, prompt or article or whatever it was that I took from my drive, now they can add on to it because I'm adding, I'm asking them what specific video, what specific um, uh, uh, resource do you think will help add to this story? Um, so that's pretty cool. So that's how I use Google Drive. Uh, if there are links to um, uh, to Google Slides that I have. Um, especially for remote learning. Um, I, I toss them in there and now the kids can look at them at their pace um, and whenever they want. Um, and I'm gonna click on the next one. Uh, you have the OneDrive, which is the same same process, but here is my all-time favorite and this is for the grad credit piece as well. So this is another grad credit option. So you can use the Twitter if you want to as a grad credit option. And you can just say, okay, I'm gonna add all of my tweets um, from my sessions and I'm gonna use the hashtag, and are you guys ready for this? Not only do you add your tweets, but if you retweet and quote someone else, you can submit that retweet with the quote for your grad credit as well. So it's not just creating your own content, it's also about giving the love. So if you give love to somebody else and retweet their tweet and add a comment to it, you can add that in there as part of your grad credit. Um, because it's all reflective learning. And uh, so giving love gets you love. So that's where we are. Um, so my favorite, um, my, well, one of my favorites is, is Flipgrid right here. So inside of Chrome and um, Edge browser um, is where Flipgrid, this Flipgrid integration works. So if I just click on that, and this is gonna be tricky because it's opening up a video and I'm inside of a video. Um, and if you guys notice, um, here is my Flipgrid video, and now I can create a Flipgrid video recording. Uh, so let's say I'm, I'm in boot camp, and I'm in session uh, day one, and I learned all about um, uh, Google Drive, some really cool things about Google Drive. I come into my Flipgrid inside of Wakelet, and I just start talking. I have up to 10 minutes. Um, how am I going to use... Uh, uh, Google Drive, what did I learn about it? What are some of the cool tricks I didn't know existed? Um, how am I gonna use it in my class? Um, what has changed for me? What has been a game changer for me? And you put this into a video format inside of Wakelet, and then if you have resources that goes with Google Drive or the stuff that you learned, uh, you toss that in as well. Uh, so that entire day one can be your grad credit. Um, so you'll do a video about a very specific item like Google Drive, and then you're done. And then you do another video in the same collection about um, Google Docs, and then you're done. So whatever's on day one, um, the four or five items that you're covering that day, you'll do four or five separate videos um, 
that really lends voice to what you learned and how that works. And I'll show you guys why that's important. Uh, so for some of you, just a quick little tutorial uh, who are not uh, familiar with Flipgrid. Uh, so it's basic, just a little record button right here. will get you started. So I'm gonna hit record and it gives me the countdown. So that lets me know it's recording. And now I can start my recording process if I want. And as I'm recording, I can also add some stickers. Um, let's go with smiley face. Okay, so I can add a smiley face to my recording if I want. Um, various stickers are out there um, for you to use. And if I'm talking and I hear the dog barking, I can hit pause and I can say, shh, puppy, be quiet, hold on one second. And then you can get back to your recording and it picks up where you left off. Um, if there's a text that I want to add, um, and I want to type in a, a text, okay, so there's my text, and so now I have a header that kind of goes with my video, and I can start recording again. Um, so, and then if I have a whiteboard and I want to illustrate some things, I'm going into the to the details here, but if I, if I want to illustrate some things, I can click on a whiteboard and it basically brings up a whiteboard where I can mark up things, um, anything that I want, or if there's a picture that I want to add. But for the most part, for the grad credit piece, people will do, do the video recording like this um, and we'll start recording and continue to record and it picks up right where I left off. If you notice up in the corner, it has a clock that counts down from 10 minutes. And for some people who like to add some filter in their life, we can add a little filter, just make it a little fun, uh, do the cool things. And for some people who are camera shy, um, which is, you know, you got people out there camera shy, it's fine. Um, I call this the FBI setting. It's this little pixel right here. When you click on, there you go. You can even disguise your voice if you want to and make it sound like this. Um, but so for the people who are camera shy, um, there's also that feature and I'm going to turn it off, clear filter. And then I'll continue on my recording. And when I'm done with my recording, I feel comfortable with it. Um, I just hit pause again. I'm done. And I hit next. That lets me know it's recording. And so now, now I can start my recording process. And gave me a review, and now I also want to um, add a uh, selfie picture. So I'm gonna see if there's some stickers here. Um, I'm gonna choose a, let's see here, there's a, there we go. How about I add some sunglasses on to my selfie, there we go. And the students love this kind of stuff, right? So I'm gonna smile, hold on, click off of it, there we go. So now my cover image is my selfie and it's uploading, it tells me don't close it out yet. And boom, my video is inside of my Wakelet collection and I'm ready to go. And this is really cool because now you can save it, you can share this and upload it for your grad credit. Um, you can also send this to your colleagues. So I'm gonna um, change my privacy setting because I can't share until I change my privacy setting. So I'm gonna change my privacy setting 
if I have it unlisted, that means people can't see it on my public Wakelet account. But if I have it public, that means everybody can see it. Um, but I can also share if it's unlisted. So I'm going to make it unlisted for now. And I'm going to hit done. And now my item has eight components to it. And it tells me how many views I have. And at the top, I can share and wait for it. Here are all the ways I can share. And here's my QR code if I want to make this a QR code. But here's the best part for our Google folks. I can share it to my Google Classroom. So if I want to make this an assignment for the kids, or if I want to make this as a resource for extended um, remote learning, now I can just share this to my uh, Google Classroom, either as an assignment or as an announcement. Um, there's Microsoft Teams. I can share this to Twitter. And there's this Announce button. So any person that I added tweets about uh, when I did my Twitter search, if I added somebody in there from, from Twitter, I can hit the Announce button. And it will notify those people that I added tweets, their tweets into my story. It will notify them that I added their tweets into my story. And all I have to do is hit Notify, and it sends it out as a tweet uh, to those people. So if you're having a, um, a school chat, and people from your school are in a Twitter chat, and at the end, you can just hit Notify, and now everybody gets to see the story. So reimagine staff meetings. People don't have to show up to staff meetings anymore. Let's have a staff meeting Twitter chat or a PLC Twitter chat, and you can join in whenever you like. By the end of the week, if you have content to contribute, great. And then we just add them all in here, hit the Notify, and that becomes your instant newsletter. The function of your work becomes your newsletter. So now your, uh, your wakelet can become your classroom or school newsletter. So I'm going to hit cancel. And if I have um, kids who are on Remind, uh, families who are on Remind, if I have a resource, I can share it to Remind, Reddit, and to Facebook. Okay. And then the cool part is I can export this as a PDF. Uh, so if I want to make sure that it's, it stays uh, solid, I can export it as a PDF or I can embed it to my school's website or to my classroom website. Totally up to you. So that's there was all. One question, Randall, um, about if, if somebody accidentally deletes something, is there a way to get it back? Yeah. So if you accidentally delete something, so if you delete your collection, you can't get that back. Um, but if you delete a... Um, if you delete an item in here, you can't get it back unless it's inside of your, um, every time you save an item from the website, from a website or anywhere that you add an item, it goes into your, um, it goes into your bookmarks. It automatically goes into your bookmarks. So go find them back in your bookmarks if you want. Uh, and those are just for the web items. So pictures and that kind of stuff does not go into your bookmarks, okay? Um, and then sometimes, as we all know, systems crash. Um, Wakelet's really cool because it has a revert system built into it. So if your system crashes while you're in the middle of working on something and you reboot to start back up again, everything will pick up right where you left off. So you won't lose items. Um, so that helps. All right. So I'm going to hit done again. And I'm going to share some of my items here in a second here. Um, here's an invite button. 
um, this is pretty cool. Uh, so if you click on the invite button, I can copy this link or share this QR code or just share this code uh, for other people to add um, content as well. So if I don't want to be the only person that uh, adds content about soccer, so if I have an entire classroom of kids and soccer is our theme, they can go out and find information about soccer. Now everybody can crowdsource uh, the story and everybody has a voice in it. Um, if a kid wants to just add a, a Flipgrid video of them talking about it, great. If they have a link they want to share, great. If they have a YouTube video that they want to share, great. So now we can crowdsource it and that's what the invite button does. And the cool thing is this copy code right here. Um, you can share this link onto your Google Class. So this is for the little. So any kid under um, any kid under eight, I believe, is their cutoff, or twelve is their cutoff. Um, any kid that doesn't uh, meet the, the age criteria um, because of privacy uh, laws and concerns, you can just copy this link, share it in your Google Classroom. And Wakelet has a feature where anybody can access Wakelet and contribute now um, without having an account. It will just ask for like an anonymous name. And then you just tell your, your students just to type in their first name or whatever the identifier is that you know who that kid is. And then they can add content without being able to be identified uh, through their email or anything else. Um, so that is really cool. So for uh, the kids who are in the lower grades and you still want to use Wakelet and have them have a voice and contribute, you just use the copy link feature and share this code and now they can contribute without having a Wakelet account. All right, so I'm going to show you some examples um, and you guys can see exactly how I've used it. Um, so for instance, I have my tabs open here. Uh, so let's start off with this first one. And this first one was, um, I basically looked up the hashtag Launch America. Um, so it was really cool. We had this uh, the space flight first time astronauts are back in space again um, since 2011, I believe. And so I basically went in and found all the cool videos that I thought were cool and cool content, um, different things from Time Magazine, different videos that are out there, uh, different tweets, people's excitement. Um, so I was able to go and find different tweets from around the world uh, based on the uh, hashtag Launch America. And now I was able to archive that entire experience as I saw it from what was relevant to me. And I'm able to tell a dynamic story about Launch America based on my experience. And this is something I can share with other people. Um, if somebody else did a Launch America, um, hashtag and wanted to tell a story, they might have different content, different pictures, uh, different videos. Um, so I found things that were absolutely cool for me to watch um, and also found some really cool interactions from other people around the world. And I'm able to add it to my collection this way. And so as you guys notice in this collection, it looks a little bit different. Um, so I did add my, my cover page. I added a background image, title image, and if I go to edit collection, I'll show you what's different. So inside of edit collection, uh, once I publish an item, I can go back in and, and edit again and, and uh, add to it or delete stuff out or change it. But the layout of my items, um, Wakelet has this feature where I can lay out my items in just a linear 
uh, fashion that we just saw in my last couple that we created, or I can create a grid view, or I can create a mood board. I like the mood board because it opens up the story and gives you multiple items um, all laid out. So it gives me a fuller story, a wider story um, is the way I like to see it. And some people like the very linear one on top of each other, um, telling the story in a linear fashion. And some people like the four grids. Um, so it's totally up to you how you want to tell your story and your experience. Um, and that's kind of why that one looked a little bit different. Um, here is another example. Um, Randall, can I ask you a quick question before you move forward? Is that okay? Absolutely. Um, there was someone who was asking, it's um, one step back about the suffer the students under the age of 13. So I didn't want to forget to do it. Um, so one of the questions was, are teachers able to remove content if they put something out there? Are they able to delete certain things if students add or contribute that they don't want in there anymore? Yes. So if you're the administrator for that uh, uh, item that you shared, and if a kid adds maybe some, some content that you don't want in, you can go in and delete because that is your collection. You're just sharing it with uh, other contributors. Uh, so you so can- Perfect. I think that gets at, there was another question asking, and I think it got answered, but um, so it will work for students under the age of 13 in the way that you were mentioning where you put it out there. They can be anonymous or they're naming themselves in whatever way is working for your classroom so that you can see what, they, what they're doing and then delete as needed. Correct. Yep. Thank you, Randall. And I think one of the items that, that Wakelet is, is adding back in um, that they're that they're really uh, updating in the in the collaborative space now. You'll be also you will also be able to add other administrators. So if you're co-teaching, love that. If you have uh, departments of teachers or PLCs of teachers, so you can have multiple teachers in on the same collection as administrators, um, and then students can add to it, and an administrator can see it. Um, so if I don't have time to go to your class to observe how you're doing it, what you're doing, uh, add me in as an administrator and I can see your collection and maybe I can get some inspiration out of it. Um, or if I have um, a kid that is on IEP and they're in your class and they do a really, really good job, but when they come to my class, they're just not as engaged, I can see in your collection what that kid is contributing. Yeah. And now I have a deeper relationship with that kid to figure out what what that kid needs. Um, I so love that you could learn from that. There was another question that came in here also asking, are students able to delete? I'm assuming that means maybe delete what they've posted. Are they able to take that back in that yeah. view? So if a, if a student says, hey, I, I posted this thing and I went back and did my research and it wasn't the right thing, they can absolutely go back in and only delete what they posted. They can't delete what somebody else posted. Awesome. Thank you so much, Randall. I'll, um, I'll pop in if there are a few more. Awesome, please do, please do. Um, so as you guys take a look at this one, we created this one for Wakelet Community Week, Spirit Gear. Uh, so think about, um, I think just about every school out there has some kind of Spirit Week uh, in every corner of the world, right? Because when you're with the kids for that amount of time, you gotta spice it up and have some kind of fun. Um, so um, I know at least schools in the States, we, we kind of have like a Spirit Week depending on, um, uh, the time of the year and so forth. So uh, we had a virtual conference uh, last week with Wakelet Community Week. And one of the things that we said is not only is it gonna be Wakelet Community Week, but let's make it Spirit Week. So on Monday, wear your Wakelet gear. Tuesday, 
represent your country flag. Wednesday is your school uh, spirit shirt. Uh, Thursday is your favorite sports team, and Friday is a low happy happy hour. Um, and so, same thing for Spirit Week in schools. You know, you have Jammy Days, you have Cowboy Days, you have Hat Days, you have uh, Sunglasses Days, you have uh, '80s Days, you know, '80s uh, Attire Days, that kind of stuff. Um, so, with that, you can create a Wakelet collection, and you can place collections inside of collections. So I have this Monday collection that I created. I created a separate Tuesday collection, a Wednesday collection, a Thursday collection, and a Friday collection. And all I did was I took the link for the Monday collection and I copied it and added it to my Wakelet Spirit Week full collection. So now I have collections inside of collections. Um, so now any kid or any participant can come in on a Monday and see, okay, what are we doing for Monday? This is what we're doing, boom. What are we doing for um, Tuesday? They can click on it. And the cool part is because this is a link of a invitation. So now the kiddos can click on it and they can go in whether they are logged in as a Wakelet user or if they don't have a Wakelet account, uh, they can still go in and contribute their content. So they can take a selfie of themselves in their 80s year or in their hat day or whatever. So now you're building spirit around whatever this theme is um, for the week. Um, so now people can definitely go in and add wherever you're from, whatever you life you're living, uh, whoever you are, you can add um, and represent yourself because that's what it's all about. It's kids and adults and human beings interacting with each other. Um, so we use this also as a, uh, as a culture building uh, kind of uh, experience um, to show the human side of who we are. Um, and here's one of my favorites uh, uh, going into it. So uh, speaking about collections inside of collections, so we I took uh, 45 uh, teachers from Columbus, Ohio. We went to Harvard uh, summer of 2019 um, to do a five-day um, conference, uh, Closing Achievement Gap. And we all go to conferences, educational conferences, just like we're doing the three days with the boot camp. Um, and so basically I built collections inside collections. I documented from June 29th to July 3rd. Um, here's the agenda. There's a link to, to what the sessions are all about. The, I took a snapshot of the agenda. Um, and then here's my day one. Uh, what did we do on day one? So it's a collection inside of a collection. Uh, my day two my day three, day four, and day five. So basically I built my five days of collections inside of collections and I can relive that experience. Uh, we use this um, throughout the 2019-2020 school year to keep ourselves focused on what we said we were gonna do and how we're gonna roll it out and all the resources that we had and so Schools actually implemented, teachers implemented the stuff that we that we said we learned at the conference um, to make um, the learning experience better for kids. And here we are in 2020. We can't go to any more conferences. Things are closed down. Can't travel. We can relive the conference experience this summer um, by just going back through these items and taking a look. So I had this real cool thing with Flipgrid and Harvard. Um, so now uh, we use Flipgrid to document. Uh, so every day teachers did a reflection uh, using Flipgrid 
uh, of what they learned in the, in the various sessions, and then they posted it into day one. They posted it into day two. Uh, I have a 360 camera uh, that I used uh, during my time there. And so during breaks, I pop out the 360 camera and we'll have uh, real-time conversations. And then I will upload my 360 video into that. So that's day one, the 360 video. Um, I can also go into um, add a video into my Google Drive. So if I have my, my camera and I'm videoing without using Flipgrid, I just take that video, add it to Google Drive. And then inside of Drive, I just take that link. And now it has my video um, that I can go back in and watch the video directly through my drive. Um, so there are many ways that you can do it. There was no script. Um, nobody told me to do this. Um, I just kind of did it and tinkered around with it. And here's a video of me at Harvard Square and I have a time lapse. I put it up at the Starbucks at the window um, and just let it go while I was drinking my coffee. Um, I didn't think anything of it, but when I went back and looked at it, it tells a rich story about all the people and all the movement. And if you go back to Harvard Square today, none of this is there. It's like a ghost town. There's nothing there. So it really uh, gives you an appreciation for being human and the interactions that we're able to have. Love that, Randall. I just popped in because there were a couple questions that kept um, popping up on the scene. Mm -hmm. Theme. Um, so people are loving all that you're sharing from your own collections. They are loving the idea of like collections within collections seems to be pieces. One of the the pieces that keeps coming up is uh, privacy. So they're wondering, are there levels of shareability when you're doing something with your class? Are there ways to keep it for just your school or your classroom? And um, they're, they're wondering how to help filter some of that um, for shareability levels for students. Yeah, absolutely. So um, first thing I always tell tell uh, teachers who use this is make sure that you follow in the policy of your school district and your school, whatever the policy is. It's not Randall Sampson's policy. Um, so follow the policies of your school district um, and your state. Right. So once you do that, you should be in good standings. And then for shareability uh, for me, uh, when I go to edit collection right here. Go to edit. And you notice it says public. So if I hit public and I hit done, this will show up. This shows up on my public Wakelet um, page. Uh, so anybody that goes to at Randall Sampson on Wakelet will see this. Um, but if I make this unlisted, nobody will see it. It will not be available for the public. The only people that will see this will be the people that I send a link to. Uh, so if I send it to parents, if I send it to students, uh, if I send it to other people in my PLC, those are the only people that will be able to see it. Um, and usually the, the more sensitive items uh, will put inside of unlisted. Okay. And I'll show you guys. Uh, let's see if I have an example here of one. Um, I'm going to go to home real quick. So for instance, here is one um, that I have right here. So here's um, a Black Lives Matter one. And you notice um, it has a, I'm gonna go back. You notice it has like an eyeball with a slash through it. And so I can change the visibility to unlisted, to public, or I can make it private where only I can see it and I can't share it with anybody, okay? So I have hours is set at um, the 
visibility is turned off to only the people that have this link can see it. And I can go in and share it. And this is my own private collection uh, for my family. And it has a collection with my own kids. Uh, you know, when they went to different uh, uh, protests and stuff like that. So I, I created this as a historical uh, component for my family. And that's what it's used for. So it's only for my family. Um, and this is not something that I would put out publicly to share with everybody because I created it as a family um, uh, uh, heirloom or, or family experience, right? Um, and then here's another one um, that we use with uh, Wakelet. So uh, we have like a little backyard barbecue grilling thing uh, for cookouts and it's set on public so I can change it to unlisted. Uh, so only the people that have this can 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 view it. And you're like, well, it's just a barbecue. What do you mean you don't want everybody to see it? Well, if it's coming from my school account and inside of my school account, it has, yeah, it has the barbecue checklist. That's cool. That's no problem. I don't see an issue with that. It has the cookout contest. No problem. There's no issue with that. But then there's the bourbon tasting check sheet. <laughs> so, so I'm sure your school district and kids won't, uh, you know. So this is one that you want to put as unlisted. And so um, uh, the the crew of teachers from Q, um, Q's a, 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 a educational organization for computer users, right? Uh, out in California and Nevada, a big following. And one of their things is we don't just want to be a tech shop where people meet once a year and talk technology. We want to be human beings and talk all year long. So some of those guys and gals have a, um, a, a barbecue club um, that's part of their tech club. And so they talk about barbecue sauces, different things. And some people have a bourbon tasting club um, where they talk about this stuff. And they're grown adults, which is fine. But you just leave it as unlisted so nobody can see it. One of the questions around that is, um, when you're setting privacy, so based on what you're saying, is that you're setting it for the whole collection? People were wondering, are you able to alter things within collections, or is it just kind of it? It's that collection has this privacy setting. This collection has this one. Yeah, so it's for the entire collection. That's correct. So it's for. I'm gonna plug in so my computer doesn't run dead here. So it's for the entire collection. That is correct. Okay. Um, so your entire collection will be private or unlisted or public. And then you're choosing some of the other clarifying questions. You're choosing if you want to allow people to contribute to it or not. Correct. So if I click the invite button mm -hmm. and um, we're doing our barbecue and I click the invite button, I can send this invite link out to other people. And I will say, okay, add. Um, so I'll click invite and I'll say add um, whatever you want to send out regarding barbecue, right? And so now I realized, hey, I'm in YouTube and I just created this video for everybody to see. So everybody and their mother and brother is gonna copy down this link and start contributing stuff and I don't want them to, right? So mm -hmm. after YouTube is over, I'm gonna come in here and I'm gonna say generate a new Lincoln code. Oh, so smart. Okay, that's I'm awesome. Regenerate a Lincoln code. And so the other link is gonna be null and void and people can be like, oh man, I was gonna go in and and bomb his barbecue site and put some god awful stuff in there, right? Um, so now I have a new one 
which I'm gonna have to regenerate this one because we're recording. Yeah, so, and that that was, it was, I know you didn't see the question, but it's like, you know that they're there. Cause someone was saying, how do you prevent hackers to it? So there you go. Yep, so there it is, right? Um, Cause I'm sure there's already somebody out there that's gonna start adding to my- Well, now that you've said it in this video, you know. Yep, yep, so don't worry, I'll, I'll go back and then and I'll regenerate them and that should help. Um, and then just, to, I know we've been going a while here and I'm gonna wrap up, but just so you guys can see one other way that I use um, Wakelet is to blog. So if you guys are bloggers out there or you want kids to start blogging, tell them to find a topic or a subject that they're interested in. And uh, so I found this, uh, this article about school culture. Uh, so what makes good school culture? And so uh, you guys know how the, the issue is with citation. Uh, so doing APA format and all that other stuff. So I figured why not just pull in the actual tweet with the link that cites the story that I pulled from, and then I started blogging about it. So now I didn't have to go through APA and all that. The citation is right here from the Harvard article, the original one. And then I started typing um, and blogging um, based off of my analysis of this. And here are five core critical components and so forth. And then I added my own content in there um, because this article resonated with me and it resonate, resonated with my content. And so I added my own content in there, my own pictures. Um, and then I found some other items. Um, the nodding head does not roll the boat. Um, that kind of adds to, uh, to this uh, article. And then I also inserted um, some links to different school districts. Um, that really boosts up what I was trying to say in this article. And then I also created my own original graphic that went with this article and added it in there. And now I took a Harvard article and really boosted it up even more. And then I also added my um, uh, tweets and so forth from these various school districts that talk about uh, their culture. And I know this lady right here, I know her, I know her. Um, so it really talks about building up your school culture. So I have some tweets and items um, that comes directly from these school districts. Um, and it really boosts up the entire article. And that's a cool blog. Um, and then to take it to the next step, I can sh hit share. I download or export this as a PDF. And now I have this entire collection as a PDF and everything inside of that PDF remains wet, meaning you can still click on the links. And I just basically come into uh, the site right here, ISU, and I can drop in my PDF into ISU and it creates a very cool digital magazine of my blog. How sweet is that? Okay, and, this is next level. People are getting very excited. <laughs> this is awesome. next level. And I can still click on my items right here. So now you can have kids become publishers of their own eBooks. Love e it. That is so cool. How cool is that, right? And if you guys, so if you notice like all the tweets right here, um, you can take all of your PLC, school district tweets, whatever it is, put them all into one collection, drop them in and make them a, um, a ebook. And you can share this ebook and this becomes your newsletter now. 
the newsletter becomes a function of what you do. Now you're not scrambling every Friday trying to type a newsletter. Done you have just things. changed my life. You have changed my life. <laughs> Thank you, Randall. This is awesome. Um, and I know that you were saying, because we're we're now, I think people are loving it. We're getting tons of positive comments. I think we got through most questions, but if there's anything else that you wanted to add at the end, um, we I just popped into just on behalf of Global GEG to say thank you so, so much. But um, I wanted to make sure that you had final words here. Uh, and then one other reminder for people before his final words is that this gave us such a great background on Wakelet. And also then if you are using it for grad credit here or other things in the future, then you now have a base to learn how to If people need further assistance, I think I'm back, Randall. If right. they need further assistance um, uh, on that, if they're having trouble with accessing anything, should we, um, I know that we had your name up on our site, but is it okay that they contact? Yeah, so so folks can contact me, absolutely. Yep, they can contact me. Um, uh, when you go to sign up for the bootcamp, it has the grad credit component in there, the link for the grad credit. Um, and then inside of that link, that link is basically a, a wakelet. And then inside of that link, it has my email address in there. So if you need to shoot me a quick email, okay. quick email, uh, you can do that. If, uh, if you have a group of people um, in your building or district um, uh, and you wanna do a quick, uh, uh, a quick meet, uh, we can do that as well. Um, so whatever it is to help you guys out um, to become uh, the best that you can be, uh, let us know. We're here to help. Thank you very much. And this is recorded. So after you can come back to this same link, you can watch it again, YouTube Live. That was, those are some of the closing questions. And then someone else is wondering, maybe we might do a follow-up since I don't think we'll have time right now. But we can put out maybe some FAQs on the difference between using it in the mobile app version. Somebody was asking about um, things on, on on mobile device versus on the website. So um, maybe we can talk about that at a future time. Yep, absolutely. And and just one closing thing, just to blow your mind a little bit more. So yes. if, you go, if you go back and watch this again on YouTube, you can stop different parts, take screenshots, take those screenshots, add them into your wakelet, <gasps> and submit those for grad credit, done. Stop it. Stop. Yes. Oh, gosh. That's yeah. awesome. Yep. You submit the screenshots that resonate with you, and you submit those for grad credit done. Okay. It's like screens within screens. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Randall. Everybody is praising you on the side here saying thank you, thank you, um, and thank you for all the great info. We are so grateful to have you and that you know Steph H because that has brought us to you, and we're so grateful for that. So thanks, Randall. Thank you so much. Thank you. Love each other. Bye.